0: thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Buckchester. Today we are talking about the book Expectations, and my guest is Sarah Kadia Ngabi, and I am so excited to talk about her book Expectations, A Real World Behind the Curtain of Time. She is an award-winning author, and she hopes her stories communicate a strong message of hope, faith, and deliverance to you. So let's go on and get started. Good morning, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Good morning, Dr. Angelon. thank you for having me.
0: Now, what inspired you to become an author? What got you involved in writing?
1: Um, What got me, when did I start writing? I started writing because I myself um, am a lover of books. I read a lot of books. And I noticed that um, the books that were being published in the past, um, I love a lot of supernatural. And I noticed that as Christians, there wasn't a whole lot of um, fundamental supernatural Christian books out there. So that was one of the reasons, one of the things that pushed me to start writing these kind of books in order to reach the younger generation to kind of show them God in the supernatural light so that they can um, connect with him as a supernatural God.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you think that there's any particular reason why there, there aren't many or do you think that it just at this particular time, there just aren't a lot of authors that that fit that mold right now.
1: No, I think there are, especially a lot of, there are plenty of authors that do speak of the supernatural, but these books are mostly like teachings. These books teach you on Mm. God. They teach you on the supernatural. They teach you on how to um, get in contact with God and they teach you, Many things, but what I didn't find were like novels. Like, if you know, um, what was all the rage a few years ago with Harry Potter? And I was very concerned about that because, because that's a series of books that actually initiates children into witchcraft. And so, one of the reasons why I wanted to go out there and write a novel, something that can attract young, um, can attract children and adults, young adults, and parents is a book that is a story, a fascinating story, a passionate story that can show um, the power of God, the love of God, how he works in family, how he works among us. That's the reason why I wanted to start my own series of books (laughs) to attract the Christians and the children of God.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow, I love love that answer. Now, when you are writing or even coming up with ideas before you actually, you know, put words down. Do you have a a something that you do um where you draw that you, that draws inspiration from that, that that motivates you that that you're
1: going? Yes, absolutely. Um the thing that motivates me one is uh where I go to church, the sermons I receive are very particular and very, um, very awe-inspiring and very, they really get you. I feel like the sermons I receive at church, they have really molded me into a a Christian that, that understands who I am in Christ and who is not afraid, who understands God, who he is as a spiritual, supernatural God. And I wanted um, youngsters, teenagers, and, adults too, to be able to find that connection with God too, to understand that they do have God's army there to protect them, and that the God in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and the New Testament, who used angels to protect us, to guide us, is the same God today. And even if we're going through problems at school, going through bullying at school, going through divorce at home, going through different kinds of um, hardships and relationships, that same God is there. He's there to help us. He's there to support us. He's there to um, guide us and to open doors for us using His army, His supernatural army.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Now, if if there is a well, now, let me kind of back up a little bit. When when okay. you were when you were writing, did you find that you wanted to make sure that you placed? Um, a certain message in a certain place for readers to be able to kind of grasp it easily? Like, was, was there a planning, like a format to how you placed your messages? Or did you just kind of um, write freely and, and allow the message to fall where it may for the reader to be able to pick up as they go along? Or, or perhaps it may have even been a little bit of both. How did you decide on where to put your messages in the book?
1: Uh, like you said, it's a little bit of both. So as I was writing, um, because I really feel that I was inspired as I was writing. So my message did, there was a certain order, but at the same time, the message did fall in different places in a way so that the reader can pick up the messages that go along At the same time, like you said, there there was also a certain order where I tried to um, make it so that the message is very, very simple at the beginning, and then it gets a little, little deeper, a little, little deeper to give the reader standing to grasp what I was trying to explain, what I was trying to tell them, and to give them time to kind of um, walk into this new light, this light or this you know, spiritual dimension of Christ, where they can walk into the spiritual dimension and try to kind of understand. Because you know, Dr. Angela, the problem is that the world, the Bible says that um, the knowledge of Christ will fill the world in the end time. But what we find is that the world is actually filled with the knowledge of Satan. And so everything today that people see, if it's something that, hand of God, they usually say, oh, that's the devil, or that's magic, or that's this, or that's that. So I tried to show people that at the beginning, God is the one that created all things. He is the one, everything good, everything beautiful, everything wonderful, it's God that created that. It's just that we're not used to hearing it like on a daily basis. People are used to hearing the wrong side, the wrong thing, so... I try to show it in that light gradually until it got brighter and brighter and brighter to show them who Christ really is mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: i i I love that and especially when we when we look at um or, or we understand it from the light of Christ that it getting brighter and brighter i i i really i really love that and for and i think you're you're right. For so many people, they only know what they have um, been introduced to. So, if the yeah. only time you were being introduced to God was for maybe a half an hour or forty minutes uh, during Sunday school, or you you were only introduced during Vacation Bible School as a as a little person, then yeah. then you're right. Then you don't understand that there's so much more to to who God is, or that He's able to fill up so much more. That's true. Than just that. Mm-hmm. Now, for anyone who decides that they are going to pick up a copy of your book, and I hope that they do,
1: um, <laughs> what, are,
0: <laughs> what are some of the messages or what are some of the um, nuggets of wisdom that they hope, that you hope that they pick up along the way?
1: Okay. What I'd
0: love for them to pick up. I know. You can't, I know you can't share them all, Tara, so let, me, let yes. me kind of give you a little bit about, no, she okay. cannot give them all to you for free right now, but if you can share, like, what is perhaps, like, one message, what is one message that you want for them okay. to pick up as they read along the way?
1: Okay, the one message I would love for them to pick up is that, um, you know, the story is about an adoptive family, and so the the story is centered around family. And there's so many broken families out there and there's still a lot of united families, but there's a lot of broken families out there. Kids who have been through divorce, couples who have been through divorce, people who are hurting. And so this message, this, I mean, this story revolves around an uh, adopted family. And I just did that because I wanted to show that God loves family. He can mend families. He can unite families again. He can mend hearts. He can mend. He's a God who is the one who created family. And he's he really does care about family. He cares about the parents. He cares about the children. He cares about family. He cares about each and every individual in the family. And I want people to grasp God's love, the depth of his love in this book when it comes to family. That's the one message I'd love them to get.
0: I love it. And, you know, you are so right. Unfortunately, there are um, some families that that have been broken for for whatever the reason, uh, long term, short term, uh, be it that they have been able, they're in the process of mending, or if they're still in the process of pain, it is very true that there that there are people out there hurting, and we need to know that um, that help is available. I I love 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 that message. Now, just a, yeah. mm-hmm. just a few more questions for you. Just a few more questions for you. Before I let you go, and thank you again for for visiting with me today. Um, And that is um, being able to, as an author, so many times we we have a particular goal of what we set out to do. Like, do we want to um, inspire the world? Do we want to empower the world? Um, are we trying to get one person to um, become enlightened? Are we trying to get someone to go seek professional help with your with your book? What is the one thing that that you hope will happen to a reader, for a reader, with the readers? What is your one hope for them?
1: My one hope through this book and through my my series, to these novels. My main goal is I pray that the world will be filled with God's knowledge. And how can that happen? To one person, one person who reads it, and they tell someone else, and the other person tells someone else, and if they can just get that knowledge to um, be able to tell their friend, you know, no, it's God's not the one that you know brought all that hardship and that in that in your life. It's not God, but God can heal you, you know, just that word to mouth. One person at a time, people reading the novel and understanding who God is, that he isn't, um, he's not the one that's causing all the destruction and the anger and frustration, but he's the one that is willing and ready to come and to mend and to heal and to love. That's that's what I really would love for my readers, too. That's where I want my book to go. love <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: That is beautiful. He is the Thank one who is able to help <laughs> and end. That is beautiful, yes. beautiful, beautiful. Yes. Now, before I let you go, if you can, please, can you remind everyone the title of your book, where can we get a copy, and how do we stay in contact with
1: you? So my novel, the name of the novel is Expectations, The Real World Behind the Curtain of Time. You can get a copy on um, Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And if you want to contact me, I would love to reach any of you. If you go into Amazon, you'll see my author page. I have my email there, my website, everything is on there. And you can write to me and I will respond. (laughs) I'm also on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Oh yes, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well, thank you again, Sarah, for spending time with us here today. Thank you, I appreciate your being on, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well listeners, you know, one of the favorite parts of my day here on the show is when I share with you who is listening from around the world. Now, very quickly, our top five this week is of course my home country and that is the United States of America. Thank you so much for being number one. Number two is the Philippines. Number three, the United Kingdom, number four is Canada, and number five is yeah. thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in and making the show an international success. Well, may you continue to have great mental health, and may you do it with a book. Until next time, everyone, bye-bye.